Welcome to Northfields.space, where the health optimization and well-being podcast, Self-Empowerment, starts with me, your host, David Northfield. Here in Surrey, UK, the self-empowerment journey starts with biohacking and health optimization. Today, I've got a special guest. I have Francis Mansfit on the show live, who is live from Tokyo. <laughs> Uh, he works as a language teacher and loves uh, learning as it inspires him to form good connections with mentors in his life. Um, he did intermittent fasting before he knew it was a thing. <laughs> and uh, he is into uh, keto uh, carnivore, uh, holistic nutrition, health and home remedies. Uh, right. Hi, Francis. So uh, how's it going uh, over there in Tokyo? Hey Dave, good to talk to you. Everything's good. Everything's pretty good. It's a little, it's a little cold here because it's winter. It's kind of the winter season, but everything's oh, okay. nice and good here. Nice, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, well, funnily enough, it's winter here as well uh, in the in the UK. So, so yeah. So uh, let's get started. So, um, uh, well, tell me a bit about yourself, about your the keto lifestyle. I understand you 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 live a keto lifestyle and diet. So, so. Tell us a little bit about yourself and that. Yeah, sure, no, no problem. Um, yeah, I do. I do a uh, keto carnivore, kind of keto and carnivore. I kind of uh, switch between the two, but um, I, I learned it a few. I learned it more than a few years ago, just uh, to the internet, just through forums and stuff, and watching some some videos I, I caught online and. I wasn't really serious about it in the beginning. I just kind of learned it. And it was a thing that kind of helped me um, cut weight when I wanted to. It was just a thing of, you know, just kind of cut down on the carbs and everything. And I really didn't know there was a name for it. I would just kind of go on and off, go, go on and off, go on and off for it for, for uh, throughout the year. And uh, first really started learning the liter the literature and the foundations um in late 2014 maybe just these little bits of information i find and anything i can find online i would just read about it and everything and it's really been an on and off thing until about last year uh january that i really wanted to dive deeper into it so i really incorporated more of the the lifestyle into my training and yeah into into a lifestyle that's basically what it is for me okay cool cool so you so you've basically been uh, looking into it for a while um and 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 you you you're mainly concentrating on doing carnival uh, keto is that right yeah uh you know i started i started keto as as just this this way to approach nutrition getting the the most nutrient dense foods into into myself throughout the day and what i didn't do is i didn't learn the exact foundations of keto so there's a few weeks that there's a couple of weeks i went through that i didn't know i was doing carnivore so i would just eat steak like a steak in the evening and i wouldn't be hungry for breakfast because you know a steak would really fill you up so yeah, i would just yeah. eat a steak uh probably cooked in some butter mm. uh no no black pepper just uh him, uh, Himalayan pink salt and wow. I would just eat a nice fatty steak in the evening and that mm. would control my appetite during yeah. the entire next day into the late evening again 
And the thing about it is a lot of people say, don't eat before bed. Yeah. But I was doing the opposite. I would skip breakfast <laughs> and, I, and I, I would eat these huge pieces of meat cooked in butter before bed, wow. like two hours before I go to bed. And yeah. um, I did that for, for about two weeks until I didn't know I was doing carnivore until yeah. my friends online uh, sent me a message. And he was like, you're doing carnivore. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it feels good. I, I feel fine. So, so I, I do kind of label uh, the nutrition I, I believe in as a keto carnivore. Yeah. So, so it's, it's almost like you got, got into it by mistake. You just, you were just doing these healthy things that, that you, that, that made you feel good. Uh, and you, you were doing it and you didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I've always been into holistic health. I, I, mm. I remember when I was growing up, just, just little home remedy stuff, you know, um, uh, home remedies about, you know, whether it's flu or cold or just eating stuff, eating habits. And, you know, I, I always thought carbs weren't bad mm. as long as you ate the correct carbs. So I, for, for, you know, even before I knew anything about any nutritional base, I would just think uh, the healthy thing to do is eat the unprocessed carbs. So no breads, no noodles. And that would just be like rice and potato or I'm, I'm sorry, just mm. rice yeah, and potatoes, which are mm. unprocessed. Yeah. I thought that was really healthy for like, for like the longest time, but yeah. I noticed that it would really fill me up. Mm. And then I learned that by kind of adjusting how much carbs you take in can mm. really make a big impact on not just weight control for me, mental clarity yeah. and having more sustainable energy throughout the day instead of like looking for snacks. Cool. So did yeah. you, so did you just find this uh, sort of discover this on your own that, that the, these foods were good for you? Um, how, how did you come about to, to, to finding that, that they were good for you? Yes, that's a good question. Uh, def definitely not on my own. Uh, a lot right. of the things I just found online. Right. And I, I was very fortunate enough to find some really instrumental people in helping me have a foundation of knowledge. And it was a lot of the presentations I saw online. Uh, one of the ladies I, I, I follow, and, and as well as her husband, her name mm. is uh, Maria Emmerich and Craig Emmerich. And right. they have helped me tremendously without even knowing, just, put, just the content they put out and just their willingness to share the information and their personal experiences. So I learned a ton of information from them throughout the years. But a lot of it for me is constantly reviewing the material and the information, then trying to implement it into my personal lifestyle. Yeah. So that was the thing for me. Uh, definitely not on my own. So I, I, I have to give a lot of credit to uh, those two individuals in particular, but definitely also Dr. Eric Berg. I know he inspired you. Yeah. His videos have definitely helped me out a lot to shed light on the science behind it and more of, a, more of an organized approach instead of just guessing <laughs> what to eat. So yeah. yeah, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, if you don't mind, can you tell me about a bit more about the relationship, uh, with your mother? I believe you, you shared uh, a lot of health and well-being ideas with her and stuff like that. What, what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was great. Um, yeah, she, she really had so much, um, passion for just, for just 
health and well-being in general. And, right. you know, I loved her approach when I was younger. And a lot of it was just keep it natural. We we're just trying to keep the foods natural and everything. Mm. But I think what, uh, what we lacked a lot was just the information that we have now, right? We have so much information yeah. online on all these books being published. And she really had a, a, a holistic approach as well a really natural remedy type of person. And we would text, uh, when she was still alive, she just passed away, unfortunately. Um, she passed away uh, late 2018 on October 26th. But um, yeah, we would text each other all the time, you know, on, uh, mm. on our phones about uh, what our breakfast was, what we're going to eat later, how we feel we eat certain uh, herbs, uh, different types of um, dishes, and wow. any, any secret ingredients that we were going to use at the moment. So we would share a whole bunch of health-related stuff. So, yeah, yeah it was great. She, she has a huge impact on, on the reason why uh, I'm so interested in just not only the science behind it, but the community as well. So she has definitely be, been a huge impact, even up to now. She's definitely, yeah. um, yes, definitely a huge impact. Yeah, that's amazing. And I'm sorry to hear that, that your mother passed recently. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so nice that she's she's been such a good influence in your life. And and I hopefully that will continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, it's one of the reasons why I really jumped into it deeper uh, within the last year, uh, early last year, is that I noticed that I would have the sugar and carb crashes when i when i would just eat the so-called the so-called normal way mm. you know you, you have the snacks during the day the the protein bars or yeah. the energy bars and uh, the sandwiches and i i'm living i live in tokyo so we have the ramen and the udon and they're so they're so delicious but the gluten and the carbs they would really give you a lot of energy but it would also keep your app your appetite really up so after she passed away, um, I really didn't want to deal with the, the sugar crashes and the carb crashes throughout the right. day because um, it would really take a toll on my schedule. So uh, a couple of months after she passed away, I, I really wanted to revisit a lot of the literature. So I watched more videos again and I connected with, with a lot more people and I really got really dove into it uh, for the past, yeah, for the past almost year and a half or yeah, maybe a year, almost a year now, a little bit yeah. over a year, really, really yeah. focusing on it. And I'm so fortunate to be able to connect with some of the most inspiring people. And some of, some of the people I look up to really personally helping me out has been really an amazing experience. And I love the community. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, amazing journey to, to be on and uh, it's just ironic that it's, it's about the same time that I've been on on my journey as well about yeah, a year yeah. it's, it's almost like it's that time <laughs> it's that time isn't it that time to make exactly. a change exactly yeah yeah exactly and do the second something you told me, the second you told me um, when, you, when you really started into it I was like oh man that's the same time for me that I really jumped right into it and really focused my my entire being into just um being very congruent with the lifestyle and the community you know so it's yeah, yeah it's, it's an amazing thing <laughs> yeah wow wow 
Yeah. So can you uh, can you tell me some of these? Uh, tell me about some of these home remedies that you've discovered over the years. Um, yeah, they're just basic stuff. Um, I know. I know you follow a lot of the the people that I follow on YouTube mm. and stuff like that. We learned. We do learn from a lot of the same people, and a lot of it is uh, just just basic herbs, turmeric, maybe some turmeric. Yeah. Uh, to take in throughout the day, throughout the week. Um, mm. I do enjoy some spices in my food, so I do use some cayenne pepper and stuff uh-huh. for the antioxidant benefits, uh, whatnot. And I sometimes, if I'm feeling a little adventurous, I'll put a little on my steak. <laughs> <laughs> Besides just having the salt, I'll do that. So for those things, um, I learned that just simple things like that can really save you from maybe getting sick throughout the winter time or keeping you hydrated during summer. Take some salts in instead of instead of me buying supplements because it's easy for me to kind of jump kind of jump into the supplement thing online. You know, yeah. it's the easiest thing. You order it, you don't have to go to the store. It, it gets home mm. delivered to you. But again, I love that approach of buying natural. And one of the things I learned is that when I first really learned about it, maybe late 2014, I was thinking I need to buy all of the cut of steaks exactly like they're eating it in the U.S. So I'm like, I need a ribeye and I need like that perfect, that perfect um, ribeye roast or whatever it is. And then I learned that to the people helping me, they would say, you have to understand how you can adapt it to your demographics. And that just completely opened my mind that this nutritional base can be applied anywhere you live. You just have to figure out what foods you need to eliminate and then what foods are going to be okay. So a lot of it is doing your own personal research. And I know you know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Great. Um, so uh, apart from uh, diet, do you, do you do any exercise? What sort of exercises do you do? Yes. Uh, yeah, exercise is really important to me, actually. I do try to keep a routine throughout the week. Um, I try to balance it out. I know you're in a running club, and I'm still <laughs> I'm trying to get my cardio up maybe mm. to your level, but I do CrossFit um, at least twice a week. And it's a group session, so it's really nice to have that socializing aspect. I love, I love working out with my group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a competitive edge, and there's a very comfortable help each other out type of environment. I love it. So I do that twice a week. Um, I'm trying to get back into my running once a week in the evening time. Uh, some of it is because of my sisters. They're runners. They enjoy running, and they always tell me okay. I need to do my cardio. And then... Recently, when I talked to you, you joined the running club. I'm like, everyone's getting into running again. So I need to, I'm I'm focusing on my running. And the other physical thing I do is I do some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I try to do it at least once a week. And I try to do that once a week session at least one to two hours. And yeah, it's either just like a private lesson and I try to throw in some sparring so it's just pretty much CrossFit and CrossFit is kind of endurance and power training, uh, running and some jujitsu throughout the week. I try to keep it very consistent. Yeah. If I miss the day I'm supposed to go, I always try to go the next day. So exercise is extremely important to me and yeah. 
that's why I don't need the sugar and the carbs to help me cr- to to make me crash throughout the week. I, I just like to keep that schedule. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, yeah. So so uh, what's uh, what's your morning routine like then? Do you, do you have a morning routine? You know, I like to believe I have a morning routine. It's it's probably not as as uh, meticulous as yours, but <laughs> um, the, I do. I do have a, a type of routine uh, when I do get up. Uh, the first thing I do is I try to stretch. Um, throughout the week, I'm doing a lot of training, and I notice that I haven't really been focused on stretching and yeah. respecting the aspect of actually stretching. And that was a really big thing for me. Uh, a lot of the people from my gym and some of the trainers I known before, and also some people online. They taught me some really good stretches I can do in the morning. Um, it takes less than 10 minutes. Um, I can do that before I shower, before or after I shower. It's very simple. So I wake up, I incorporate some type of stretching. Um, in the morning, it depends on how I'm feeling in regards to appetite. I noticed that I do tend to skip breakfast a lot recently because of my lunch and my dinner. So recently, I've just been getting just water, just plain bottled water. Or if I'm feeling a little bit adventurous, I'll probably get in a sparkling water in the morning with some lemon. Very okay. basic, something very basic like that. And that's about it. That's just the basic morning routine. Um, I, I don't like to rush exercising. So if I know I'm going to have a busy day, I keep my exercising and all of the other things in the evening. So it's just those three, get up, stretch, get some water in, and you know, the basic thing, just have a good shower mm. and finish, finish off my shower with just some cold water on my back for at least 30 seconds, and yeah. I'm pretty much good to go. Oh, so you do a bit of uh, cold, cold therapy as well in the morning there? Uh, I don't know if it's, it's going to be called cold therapy. It's like about 30 seconds, no longer than 30 seconds, I, I noticed on, on freezing cold water. Uh, for me, thirty seconds is is pushing it. <laughs> okay, well, I I manage about two minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm lucky if I get forty five seconds. I notice I I'm a I'm a warm blooded uh, creature. <laughs> I come I come from a a warm a warm climate, so uh, yeah. thirty seconds uh, feels good on me. I feel refreshed, mm. and uh, yeah, the 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 feeling of the refresh the refresh. Refreshing feeling lasts about yeah, it lasts a good five to ten minutes after the shower. It gives, yeah. me, it gives me some energy, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. So can you tell me about some of the uh, your typical sort of uh, uh, meals that you have during the day? I'll be interesting to to know what, what sort of meals you normally have. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. So when I'm when I'm doing uh, some keto stuff, you know, the basic keto nutrition, I uh, keep it high fat. Mm. Uh, definitely the fat it i mean if i can feel it feeding my brain i feel i just feel more mental clarity with that and i noticed um and i'm sure you probably have experience with this dave that before you you've done keto and you try to cut weight you're gonna you're gonna have to prepare yourself for the headaches those Mm. those headaches that's that's gonna come those cravings and um i try to keep it very high fat and i try to keep it 
delicious and tasty. So I cannot, I'm not really a coffee drinker, so I don't do the butter coffee thing. It just doesn't right. work for me. I'm not, I'm more of a tea drinker at the most. So I would probably have um, low carb vegetables, anything low carb mm-hmm. with a protein, a protein source. Um, I do not like chicken breast. No. I never liked it. <laughs> I just, it, it's just not a, it's not juicy. It's not a, it's not something my body craves. So um, if I do go chicken, I'll get chicken thighs, a darker meat. Um, I do get some of the local sausage that I, I can find here in Japan, which is um, domestic. And those are amazing. The, the mm-hmm. meat in Japan is absolutely amazing, top quality. So I do get a lot of the pork sausages, uh, pork chops, um, any domestic cuts of steak here work really good with me. And I do get these, they're called um, these pork blocks. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like the bacon before it's cut. So I buy a bunch of those throughout the week and um, I throw those in either the, the cooker I have here and I can actually have that throughout the week. It lasts about two or three days and super tasty and juicy. So it's usually a protein, a, a protein source with the fat that's already connected to it, whatever it is, whether it's chicken, beef or pork. Mm-hmm. And then I would have any type of low carb vegetable. If I'm going carnivore for the week, it's as simple as just eliminating the vegetables. That's all it is. I'll just have more meat. Okay. Yeah. So, so how, how do you find that feels then when you, when you eliminate the vegetables? And, and how yeah, often do you do that? Um, I, I do that quite often, actually. And that's why I, I, I fall somewhere, I guess, between the keto carnivore for some reason. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't hate vegetables i do in love i do enjoy my veggies time to time but you know i i I always thought that we needed fiber for some reason you know Mm. to to make our our, have a healthy gut and i believe that for years you know and it was a scary thing to not eat veggies at one point and i'm just like i don't know if i'm going to be able to go to the restroom i don't know if i'm going to be feeling okay but you know once i did it I, I learned that the most important thing is keeping my water intake up and making sure I'm taking in enough salt on the meat I'm eating. So I do cut out my veggies. I can go maybe two weeks straight without vegetables and just meat. And does that, does that make you feel better then? Or is it? Uh, um, it, I can feel, I don't know if it makes me feel better, but I know that my body feels that it's getting enough nutrition as long as I'm eating the fatty meat. I, I don't mm. like to get any lean cuts. So any cut I buy at the stores here, um, they do have um, a good amount of fat to keep me satiated throughout mm. the day. But um, I do feel, I mean, what, what it is for me and what it is for me with, with eating not eating is just as powerful. Yeah. So when I do intermittent fasting, that that also makes me feel very um, clear in my mind, and I feel I feel like my body is is somehow healing itself. I don't know if that sounds strange, but I feel like everything is is okay. So yeah. I do I I don't know if there's a big difference, but for me there's a slight difference. I feel like I can get I can lean out a little bit easier without me even wanting to do so without when I eliminate any veggies 
So that's pretty much. Um, that's okay, my, cool. And it, and it, and you think you find it helps you with your fasting? I mean, when you, when you talk about that, yeah, there is a when you do fasting for for over sixteen hours, you get into this state called autophagy, and that's yes. when your body recycles the old cells. So yeah. it's not a it's a it's not a myth; it's a real thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And actually, I'm I'm glad you brought uh, autophagy up. There's so many ways to pronounce it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it. And I, I, gosh, I watched a great video. And um, I think the, the, Nobel, the Nobel Prize winner to discover it, he, he doesn't live too far from where I'm located. He's a Japanese guy. And I, I hope to meet him one day as well and have a chat with him about um, his discovery. It's amazing. But yeah, definitely the fasting. Um, I would do any, anywhere between 12 to 16. I don't know how long you do. Do you do anything above that? Well, at the moment, I do 16-8. So I do 16, at least 16 hours of fasting every day. Yeah, because once you get to about 16 hours, that's when, you're, when, you, when you start getting into autophagy. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I'm about the same then. I would hit... Mm. I would do 12 to 16. Um, of course, this, I mean, it, I, I'm not pretty, I'm not really precise because I would probably do 16, I guess 16 hours and 30 minutes, whatever it is. But I noticed that um, I would skip, I would probably skip, if I eat breakfast, I wouldn't eat lunch and dinner. And that, that itself is over 12 hours. And then I would sleep on it and I would wake up and I would have an early breakfast at maybe six or seven. But it's really skipping a meal for me. If I get in a big dinner, I would probably be, I would probably be satiated until late afternoon. Then I would probably start having cravings. So it depends on which meal I'm skipping. Yeah. Yeah. So do you vary that on a, on a daily or weekly basis then? Yes. Uh, I, actually, I do. That's a, you know, that I'm glad you brought that up. And we talked about this um, a couple of weeks ago, and it's about listening to your body. And when we try to keep that, I learned when we try to keep that main stream thinking of keeping, keeping that normal way of, that so-called normal way of eating, we're not really listening to our bodies. And that's a huge mistake that I made. So I noticed that for me, I, I just naturally just kind of shift out throughout the week if I'm skipping dinner, it, it depends. It, it definitely depends on my schedule. Uh, different weeks, I'm, I'm, I'm busier than other weeks. Um, if I'm traveling, traveling also plays a huge part in if I'm going to fast in the morning or in the evening because I usually don't like to eat the plain food. So I use that time on the airplane to fast and to sleep. Um, I noticed that has made, made like a huge impact on on just how I feel when I travel now, because you know a lot of the foods we take in when we're traveling, they're really not the healthiest foods. They're really processed. So it just naturally changes for me. I just listen to my body, my sleep cycle, and I just follow whatever I'm feeling at that moment. So it depends on yeah, it depends on my schedule. It depends on how I'm how I'm feeling, and it, yeah, it depends if I'm traveling or not. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a that's a really good practice. Uh and lifestyle to get into um just listen to your body and 
and also like you say when you're traveling just just fasting and 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 sleeping is a is a great thing to do because yeah yeah that some of the 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 foods out there are terrible all the carbs and processed foods that you get offered are uh, are just terrible and and they don't make you feel great either so and it yeah and it gets overwhelming and we get caught up in the traveling thing of you got to eat that local food you know we got to <laughs> got to get that in you know and i mean i'm i'm guilty of that you know mm. when whether we're traveling to um hawaii or something and there's like the local moko which which is like two it's the most delicious thing these two huge scoops of rice with gravy and a hamburger patty and egg and i'm just like oh that's the most you know it's the most delicious thing but i mean you can enjoy stuff like that as long as you cut down on the carbs i think you cut down on the rice and yeah it depends it also depends on what current state your body is at the moment so if i do do like a huge fast and um i do carnivore for like a week straight i notice that i do i i can carb cycle and it doesn't have any effect on me so i i'm not like zero carb but i'm close to zero carb okay so when you when you're carb cycling what 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 is that what do you do then well i didn't i didn't even know what the term was until i i talked to you and a few other people but um <laughs> you know i mean we i go out and eat with um with friends or whoever and um well in, in japan we have a, we, we kind of have the luxury of telling the the waiter or the server in the restaurant how much rice we want here so we can tell them it's really it's really a, a, an amazing system we can tell them if you want it a large a medium size or very small to like extremely small right the portion yeah. size which is amazing here right it's so it's so amazing so i would usually ask for a small or a extra small serving of rice and then on top of that i would eat half of that so it's like half 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 and half a scoop it's like a quarter of, of, of a scoop of rice just to get a little win and if i really had a hard training i would probably eat probably a little more of that but again the amount of physical activity i do in the week somehow i, I don't know if this makes sense dave does it balance it out do you think so because i'm still learning about that Wait, what what but balance out what when when you do when, when you I have do my carb cycle and yeah. and the amount of exercise i'm doing yeah i mean if you're if you're having carbs uh, and stuff it's probably best to uh place that around your workout time yes um, yes and also if if you are having carbs it's also best not to consume that with uh with with a high fat diet a high fat meal yes so, yes yes so you so know I'm if you're much doing exactly that that's what yeah. i'm doing so i mean i wouldn't eat a lot of carbs immediately after my workout but i'll probably get in i'll, I'll get in less than less than 25 grams the next day maybe mm. and, and it's as simple as just cutting down on whatever you have in your plate and just knowing what's have, what you have in your plate and for me yeah. it's been it's been a definite learning experience and a lot of people you know they coin japan as the you know the the rice capital and it definitely is you know it it has mm. it has um a lot of dishes based on rice and i i do come from a beautiful small island in the pacific and our diet was pri- is primarily consisted of rice and that's fine but again it's just the amount you eat and knowing 
the nutritional density of the foods you're going to eat. So, I mean, if I go to the, rot the rotary sushi place here, I don't know if you know what rotary sushi is, Dave. <laughs> I've heard of sushi, but yeah, I don't know. What's <laughs> so the it's food? Like, it's called rotary uh, sushi and it's, um, you know, you have your little plates of sushi hmm. and it's on a conveyor belt and it just goes around in the circle and you just pick up whatever you want. So you're sitting on like this rotating, it's a, it's a counter, a circle counter with a rotating top. So okay. Just it off. Yeah. So when you come to Japan, I, I got to take you to a sushi place. I promise. Yes. I'm gonna, it's it sounds great i'm uh, i'm looking forward to it <laughs> yeah. you, no but you do do you eat fish uh i didn't really used to eat fish but uh now that i've started uh doing keto and i know yes. that fish is good for you i do i do have salmon and um you know prawns and things like that so yeah yes i'm up for it yeah excellent yeah I, and you know the 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 preparation in japan is extremely extremely high level here so every, i mean everything's safe but um yeah if i if i go to the sushi the rotary sushi place and i'm pulling plates off all i'm doing all i'm doing is just eating the top part and i'll probably eat just a little rice and at the same time again i can request to the the expert sushi chef can you just like give me half the rice on that um on that sushi and and you know it's, it's as simple as oh, that wow. you know just stuff like that yeah so oh, yeah we'll great. just get the yeah. tops off of that and um I mean, I, I also get the, the fish head soup here. It's called alajiru. And it's a fish. It's all of the okay. fattiest parts of the fish. Right. And they just cook it. They slow cook it in um, like a miso base. And it's the most tastiest soup. You got to try it when you come here again. I'm going to take you out to a place. We're going to try it together. It, it's pretty amazing. And, and again, for me, yeah, it's a, it's a learning thing. You know, a lot of the people mm. I learn from, they're not eating these traditional Japanese foods. And that was one of my, my concerns, trying to follow this nutritional thing very carefully. Because I was just thinking, I, there's no way I can do it here, right? There's just no way. I always, I always kind of like was silly about it. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm, I'm going to do it here. This is we eat too much rice and there's all of this here and whatever. And there's, it's not the same cut. But, you know, again, a lot of the, the people I looked up to, they reached out to me and they, they just explained, you know, Francis, you just have to do your research know what's on your plate and find, you know, find the ingredients and, and the nutritional value. And that's what I've been doing. And it, it's been a, it's been a great learning process, honestly, and I'm still learning. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, that's what I find. We're just learning all the time. Uh, and it's, it's great to, to keep on that, keep, keep up with it and, and just discover new things. Yeah, definitely. So you've, uh, You've been trying out something new, I think. Uh, this this air fryer. I saw I saw you with this air fryer. Can you tell Can you tell me a bit more about this? What What's going on? Yeah, there? you know, uh, there's there's this lady. Uh, she's an she's an amazing one of my mentors. Uh, an amazing lady. Uh, her name's Maria Emmerich. Her husband is Craig. I watch all their content for years. I'm an absolute supporter of of what they do. They're just an amazing. Uh, power couple and uh, I just picked up her book actually on my current trip. It's a new book. I'm going to show you it Wow, uh, it's called it's called a uh, keto air fryer And what it is is it's you know I didn't even know what an air fryer was until like a year and a half ago or like no, I've never I've never heard of it before so yeah, it's all, no, so it's what all it new is, to me. Yeah, yeah it's it's um, what it is is you have a toaster oven in, in the UK. I'm sure right? Yeah so it's you have this um 
this this device where it's technically an oven, and the top just has this rotating fan, and it, it blows the extremely hot air directly on your food. So you're technically air frying your food. <laughs> Hence, air fryer, right? But then, right. yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, I I have made some of the most amazing cuts of meat in the past two weeks that will blow your mind. I have to show you the photos I took. Wow. I mean, I, I didn't even know how good of a cook I was <laughs> <laughs> until like I, I cooked like a pork chop and these cuts of pork with the most crispy tops and the juiciest stuff. So um, I, I'm really into that at the moment. Mm. I am going to just go through this book with a fine tooth comb and learn the learn the foundations of it and the recipes and definitely i'm going to try to make these recipes with the local ingredients in my neighborhood which is going to be a challenge and yeah so it's something i'm looking forward to and i i'm definitely going to share some recipes with you great stuff great do you know what the what's the advantages then of using this air fryer do you know um, I know that I'm not a good cook and my food turns out amazing. <laughs> That's pretty much what I know. I mean, it's, 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 um, you know, when you're cooking like, a, I cooked, you know, recently, just last week, I cooked um, these miso pork chops. And usually when, I'm on, when it's on the stove, mm. I kind of butter the stove up a little with, with the grill and I throw it on the stove and the second it heats up and I throw the pork chops on, all of the oil kind of starts splattering and everything. It gets out of the pan, it hits you on your hand, it kind of gets messy. With the air fryer, it's kind of like this basket you have, you kind of take it out. Mm. And the second you put everything in, you have like this strainer type of mechanism, you can pick on and off, and there's, there's a pot that it attaches to. Yeah. You put everything directly inside, you have a timer, and you have a temperature reader. And you just set it to whatever you're cooking at the moment, whether it's fish, pork, beef, I mean, uh, low-carb vegetables. And it just cooks it without you even doing anything. So, I mean, I, I practically cooked one of the most amazing pieces of pork while playing guitar and, like, on my computer. It was the most amazing thing. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of the coolest things. I'm sure you probably have it in the U.K., yeah, it sounds amazing. I, I, yeah. I didn't realize that that's what it was. So it's, it's just basically to make it easy. And, uh, uh, and so you've got a bit more time maybe to do other things. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wanted to show you a photo. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I mean, I, I, I literally cooked this in 25 minutes. And I don't even know if you can see it. But I literally cooked like this in like 25 minutes. Wow, okay. It's a piece of pork. Yeah. And it's like a crunchy top with like marbled fat and the juiciest center. <laughs> and I didn't even do anything. I just like pressed, put it in and pressed the button. So yeah, I'm going to link you up maybe with one of the good ones. So wow. I'll keep you up on that. Well, that's amazing. I, I think I'll have to try it out now. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm having difficulty cooking. I mean, because uh, I, I, I was trying to cook some stuff and you're getting a lot of smoke, you know, and stuff like this when you're cooking, trying to cook things at high temperature. But yeah. I guess, does it, this thing smoke at all or what? You know? Well, I, don't have, I didn't have any ex- experience with it smoking, but, you know, again, 
you know, again in Tokyo, um, you have the ventilation system in the kitchen. So I, right. I always turn on the fans on the very top just mm. to make sure if anything. But there's a little fan behind, behind the air fryer and it kind of just blows the hot air out. Mm. But a lot of the hot air, the point of it, I think, is to keep the hot air in. So yeah. I practically cook that thing into like golden brown without wow. noticing any smoke. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it can smoke because it gets so hot, but yeah. will it smoke as much as a stove, a conventional mm. stove? Um, prob- in my opinion, probably not. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I get. You know, if you're, if you're cooking meats at high temperature on your stove, in, in oil and stuff, you know, often it yeah. can all be smoking and, and get sort of quite messy. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, sounds... I, I love I love enjoying I I love enjoying food, but I'm not much of a good cook to be honest. You know, I I, I dabble a little bit sometimes, but I'm not really like that the cooking person. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think our our time is up now. Uh, we've been okay. talking for a while, um, and I'd love to have you on the on the show again uh, to catch up um and uh yeah absolutely thanks. dave absolutely, absolutely yeah. looking forward to you inviting me on again yeah definitely and well i'd just like to say thank you for your time to be on the show and and it's always it's always great to speak to you and uh swap ideas and and talk about keto and an intermittent absolutely. fasting I, you know i love picking your brain and i cannot wait for you to go to your next uh biohackers event because I'm not going to go. And the second you're finished, I'm just going to be picking your brain, <laughs> getting all of the new info coming out, trying to figure out what new products I need to get. So get yeah. ready for that. Yeah, it's all cutting edge. And uh, I, I, I hear you're starting a podcast too, because I just got interviewed. So tell me a bit about that quickly. Yes, so um, my podcast is focused on our, our nutritional uh, lifestyle. And it is a keto podcast. It's called, at the moment, it's called Simple Keto Tokyo. And it's focused on uh, sharing uh, these inspiring ideas from people in our community. And I wanted to share, I wanted to share the ideas that can help people understand that you don't need to be in a certain place to follow this way of eating. You can be anywhere you, you are, but the most important thing is connecting with the community. And this community that we're part of has been extremely welcoming to me. So uh, the podcast is really focused on that. Um, I had some really good guests. Uh, you're actually one of them. So I, I'm really looking forward to people listening to, uh, to your interview. But uh, yes, it's called Simple Keto Tokyo. Uh, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and all of the podcasts, uh, the podcast areas that you would find a podcast. And That's yeah, I hope everyone that- enjoys it. That's amazing, yeah. So, yeah, if you just send me the links, I'll I'll post them in the uh, on on my podcast here, uh, so people can link you up. Definitely, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but um, you know, I also want to throw out um, you can also find me on Instagram uh, under my name Francis, uh, uh Francis Mansipit or uh, Keto Carnivore Tokyo, or Simple Keto Tokyo. Uh, if you find if you go under those hashtags, you can find me on Instagram. And um, I love posting whatever I cook. I'm not the best cook, but um, I love posting uh, some foods I eat. Uh, maybe some workouts I can do throughout the week. And uh, yeah, you can you can definitely find me on uh, IG. 
That's great. Yeah, I'll be checking that out as well. All right. Excellent. Uh, Thanks, Francis. It was uh, great to speak to you, um, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll be speaking soon. All right, cheers. Thank you, Dave. It's a pleasure. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, cheers. Peace. Bye. See you on the next one. Get healthy and stay optimized. Don't forget to click like and subscribe. I'm David Northfield, and you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Check out northfields.space for more information and to get your free consultation.